0: Welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, uh, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have David Ubida on the line. He's the Managing Director over at MRDEU Global Media. Uh, David, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Adam. Good to be here, man.
0: So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at uh, MRDEU Global Media. But before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. So, how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur?
1: <laughs> Failure.
0: <laughs> I was,
1: uh, yeah. You know, adversity has a funny way of uh, disrupting any plans that you may have uh, created. So. I'm the first one in my, in my family, being second-generation Latino, uh, to go to college. So I finished uh, my bachelor's, then went to complete a graduate degree at spurtus and then um, started to, I'm halfway done with my doctorate in education uh, leadership. And that was, my, that was my, my track. That's what I planned to do and was working on that, was teaching at the university level. And then all of a sudden, 0809 hit, and uh, I lost my position. And it really lost my direction, but uh, in hindsight, I realized it was the best thing to have happened to me. Thus, the birth of a couple of companies, uh, which led to this one, MRDU Global Media.
0: Wow, that's uh, you know, th- it's very interesting to me to think about how what happens during that shakeup period. You know, when we're going through it, oh eight, you know that 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 whole. That whole wreck, I mean, that was, you know, devastating to many people, but it's really interesting to me to see the aftermath of the companies, the ideas, the innovation that comes because of that. Um, so, for example, if it, as you mentioned, the reason you, you uh, kind of went on the route you're on now is because that took place. Um, if you were to give some advice to, you know, that, that um, new college grad that's just getting started on really finding their way in the workplace, what kind of things would you tell them?
1: That's a great question. There's two things that I would give any single person, uh, a college grad uh, or someone who decides not to go to college and perhaps pursue an entrepreneurial path. And the first one is uh, get mentorship, be mentored. And then secondly, uh, get really good at marketing.
0: Mm, I I love the marketing side. Um, Elaborate on that one a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I mean – Statistically, these days – well, let me just go back a little bit. Before, uh, say maybe 10, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, uh, marketing had a different objective, uh, usually just a sale, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. These days, uh, we're bombarded with over 3,000 quote-unquote sales pitches a day, statistically, a day. You turn on your phone, Netflix, Netflix. You know, your, your laptop, wherever, your, your iPad, wherever you are, radio, television, we are being bombarded with a sales pitch 3,000 times a day. And what does that mean? What has our society become? Well, they've become numb to it. They've become immune. They've become irritated by, <laughs> by these pitches. And so uh, these days, marketing has to have, if your business is going to be effective it, and really reach you know, the people that you want to serve, You've got to be dialed in and prepared to connect. So at one time, the word marketing meant sales. These days, for us especially, uh, understanding the impact that you know 3,000 sales pitches is causing our society, it's more about connecting. It's more about engagement and really putting yourself in that position where you're ready to serve, not sell someone.
0: mmm. I love it and and the thing is is this whole idea and I don't I don't think it's cliche some people listen to this might but the idea of personal brand is different it's different it's really almost like your 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 fingerprint in the world almost is is how you we now have essentially digital fingerprints what's out there if somebody types your name in Google or looks you up on social media or anything else what do they find um, and the thing is is that accumulates over time. So if you're not intent uh, if you're not if you're not very strategic and if you're not specific on what you put out there for as your face, um, it'll it can accumulate and and other things can happen with that that maybe you didn't intend and if you don't do that also. That's also saying something if, when, if, if, if somebody can't find you out there. So you don't – every decision you make is a choice. Even not participating is a choice. So I, that's why I love that, uh, that, uh, that tip you gave, David. I want to I wanna change it up a bit. Uh, I want to start talking a little bit more about what you're doing um, over at MRDEU Global Media. Um, what kind of clients are you helping and what kind of problems are you helping them solve?
1: You know, man, first and foremost, when you're going through the headaches that, I, that I've that i gone through, um, as we mentioned earlier in the call, I look back and I'm like, thank God that I went through that craziness because, <laughs> you know, five countries later, we've been able to serve clients in five different countries, business owners, um, mm-hmm. you know, podcasts, you know, a couple of books later, um, you know, uh, a, a several interviews on television and radio, I look back and I'm like, that was the best thing to happen to me. So these days, what we've done or what we continue to do with our marketing company is uh, understanding engagement, understanding connecting with who your ideal client is. And uh, most business owners, when you ask them who your ideal client is, they look at me and you hear crickets like, what? (laughs) And... in many cases, they'll respond, well, anyone with a credit card and a pulse, that's my ideal client. And I'm like, you know, I get it. That was my ideal client at one time, too. But now we are in a position where we can cherry pick and really take on only a few clients, a handful of clients every month, because we know we can crush it for them uh, in terms of lead generation, which is what we're predominantly known for among you know, coaching CEOs and, and the whole marketing online course that we have.
0: mm." What do you find um what do you find I know now you're working with clients you know across continents um different niches, different uh, areas. what do you find some of the mistakes are that that um businesses are making or some of some of the people you've worked with were making prior to working with you?
1: yeah, the first problem that I see uh, and and thankfully it's all fixable right is they make it about themselves they make it about their product um so the way I, I kind of describe it is kind of like a formula, right? Uh, you have a product, then a client, and then you hopefully make a sale where what we teach and the approach that we take as a business that has helped us grow and help our clients grow is really understanding who your ideal client is first, uh, a specific problem that they want to solve, not you, that they want solved, solve, and then crafting a product or solution to address those issues, and then instead of hoping for a sale or an enrollment, a new client, uh, by default, it'll happen simply because you're so dialed in to and speaking their language. Does it make sense?
0: No, absolutely. And I can see that if you weren't if you weren't intentful in doing that, it doesn't happen by accident, right?
1: No, no. According to Kung Fu Panda, there are no accidents. Remember.
0: I love it. I'm a fan. Yes, even the new ones that came out. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Um, so, what kind of um what what kind of things do you find that businesses? So, somebody's listening to this. There's a lot of lot of um entrepreneurs, a lot of executives listening to this, and they're thinking, yeah. you know, I, what what David is saying makes sense. Um, but where do I start? Is this just another thing to put on my to-do list, um, and and how much time is this going to take? You know what I mean? Um, because We all have things. We all have objectives, and we all have, you know, things we're working on. Um, what would be your response to that?
1: Yeah, and as someone who coaches CEOs and has a compassion and a heart for them, uh, and in large part because most of the time, executives or leaders are viewed as people who don't have problems, right? <laughs> they make a lot of mm-hmm. money. They drive nice cars, and you know, they don't have any problems. <laughs> it just totally, totally false. And so I have the, the blessing of be, being able to come alongside them and, and just talk about things. And one of the first things that we talk about in leadership and especially as someone uh, to address your question specifically is understanding that if things aren't moving uh, upward, chances are you've already outgrown your fish tank. And so mm. that's the time where you really – Uh, allow yourself the opportunity to recognize, you know, maybe you have. And that could mean you stepping aside. That could mean you getting another mentor to kick you in the ass, right? It could could mean a number of things. But the first thing is just recognizing and locating where you're at. Perhaps you've outgrown your fish tank. And if you are not feeling discomfort in your position, that is the first sign to describe, uh, to indicate that you uh, may have Outgrown your fish tank, but you're not really doing anything about it.
0: Hmm. No that that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so David, if if somebody's listening to this and they want to follow up with you and learn more about Mrdeu Global Media in the chat, um, what's the best way for them to reach out?
1: Yeah, my website really. Um, David Ubida is U as in Unity, B as in Boy, E as in Echo, D as in David, A as in Apple. dot com David dot com is the best way to learn more about me, man, and, and, it's, uh, and, and the work that we're doing. Right? We really take this personal. This isn't about you know the sexy cars or whatever. This is really about legacy and making an impact. And so if you have a listener who perhaps is struggling uh, with either with their marketing campaigns or just perhaps the way they're showing up, we categorize it as life-loving business, and they all interlink. And if there's a deficit in one of those areas, chances are, uh, it's a great opportunity. Like I told you earlier in this call, the best thing that happened to me was that chaotic situation in 2008, 2009, which has allowed me to be, you know, on a show like this, serving your audience.
0: That's wonderful. Hey, David, I, I really love your story. I love what you're doing as an entrepreneur out there helping other people, man. Keep up the great work. Uh, to, the, to the audience, I, I appreciate you tuning in as always. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Um, if you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, David, thanks again for coming on the show. I'm